0: Listening to All The Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 58, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello. How is everyone doing? It is so hot here, which I'm sure I mentioned on the new show and... It's just, it's crazy. I'm covered in mosquito bites. I am the Michael Jordan of getting mosquito bites. It's, it's amazing to me. Um, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor today. Uh, before I do that, I want to remind you that in honor of the forthcoming season three of Recommended, we're giving away 16 of the books featured on the podcast. Recommended features interesting people from the book world talking about their favorite books, and the books we're giving away include both books written and recommended by some of the author guests. It includes uh, Florida, A Reaper at the Gates, How to Write an Autobiographical Novel, and Sorcerer to the Crown, plus 12 others, if that's the correct math. So go to bookriot.com slash recommended3 to enter. You do that before August 31st, and you have a chance to win 16 fabulous books. And... This episode is brought to you by Book Riot Insiders. You can level up your reading life with a 14-day free trial for Book Riot Insiders. You get to wish list upcoming releases you're dying to read, get exclusive podcasts and newsletters, enter to win swag. Epic level spots open up monthly, so the novel level subscribers get the first crack at those. Uh, you get to check out the new release index, which is curated by yours truly. It helps you keep track of the most exciting upcoming books. So go to bookriot.com insiders to find out more. So today, I have a bit of a numerical theme going on. Also, I'm super chatty, so I'll try and keep this under 10 minutes, but who knows what's going to happen. I'm just feeling it today. I love books. So this week, The Third Hotel by Laura Vandenberg came out. I talked about it on the new show. I loved it. And I decided to pick some books going in order, uh, starting with The First, uh, and I picked First Rule of Punk by Celia C. Perez this really fun middle grade novel that came out last year about a 12-year-old girl named Malou. She is a punk rocker, and she has to go to a new school. Her parents have split up. Her, they're across the country from each other now. She's with her mom. Uh, and she starts at a new school and immediately runs afoul of the school's Queen Bee, which she just doesn't hit it off with her and insults her, and it's terrible. And she sees quickly that she doesn't fit in at this school at all. Um, she, like I said, she's really into punk rock, Uh, and she's having a hard time, you know, at this new school, but she remembers what her dad told her. The first rule of punk, and that is be yourself. And she slowly finds her people and starts a band, but then she runs afoul of the administration. Uh, But it's just a really great book about being yourself. It's an important thing to do, being yourself. And my next pick, oh, that was The First Rule of Punk by Celia C. perez My next pick is called Seconds. It's by Brian Lee O'Malley, he of Scott Pilgrim fame. Uh, This is just a, I believe, I don't think it was a series. It's just one graphic novel. Came out a couple years ago. Absolutely loved it. It's about a young chef named Katie. She is a hella talented chef, and she's got big plans in the works. She's going to open her own restaurant. But things start to go horribly wrong all at the same time. Her ex-boyfriend reappears. Starts giving her a hard time. Her current relationship goes bad. The construction on her new restaurant isn't working out. All this terrible stuff. And so one night, in the middle of all this, she wakes up and there's a mysterious girl in her room. And, which is strange, but you have to go with it. And she tells her that if she writes her mistake on a piece of paper, takes this magic mushroom, and goes to sleep, when she wakes up her problem will be solved. And so she's like, all right, so she does. And voila, her problem is erased. All of a sudden, the construction is going fine on the restaurant. All of a sudden, things are going great in her relationship. She sort of, like, erased what was going on. But being a perfectionist and wanting to have it all, she decides she's going to try and get it perfect. Like, she's going to be more specific about what she asks for. She's going to keep taking these mushrooms and trying to get her life perfect. And it turns out there are consequences for abusing her new power. It's really fun. I loved it. I loved the talk about food. I loved the talk about opening restaurants. I loved the weird, mysterious Mushroom Girl. So again, that's called Seconds by Brian Lee O'Malley. And for third, I picked a book I read last year that I did not ever see myself reading, but could not put down. It was so riveting. It's called Blitzed, Drugs in the Third Reich by Norman Oler and translated by Sean Whiteside. It's a part of World War II history that you don't hear much about. But apparently there was rampant drug abuse among the Nazi party. Basically everyone in the party was at least taking amphetamines. Like they were ordered to take amphetamines. And this, like I said, I did not imagine myself reading such a microhistory. uh, But someone recommended it to me and I read it and it was so... Fascinating. So, again, that one is called Blitzed, Drugs in the Third Reich by Norman Oler. That's O-H-L-E-R. For number four, I picked The Fourth Monkey, which I believe I mentioned when it came out uh, last year. It's by J.D. Barker. It's about the 4-M-K serial killer. He's been tormenting Chicago for four years. They don't know who he is. They don't know how to catch him, or she, I should say. Uh, and, finally, this man gets hit by a bus, and they realize the body is the body of the 4MK killer. And they find a note on him that suggests he has one last victim, or potential victim. He's hidden someone away. And so now Sam Porter, who is a detective with the Chicago police, he has this diary that he finds on this man. And he has to figure out his identity from the clues inside the diary, as well as find this missing person. It's very seven. It's way over the top, which is why I enjoy it. I'm really into, like... Ridiculous crime books right now, where it's just like that couldn't really happen, and that is so silly, and that is why I enjoy it. Did anybody read Hannibal? Or I think I don't know if it was in the movie, I didn't watch the movie, but like in the book Hannibal, I think it was like the first one after Sounds of Lambs, where like in a matter of like two minutes, he figures out how long a piece of rope needs to be to throw a man out the window and impale him on a statue on the side of the building, and I was like. That is ridiculous. It's it's stuff like that. You know, it's just like, that's not going to happen. But, you know, you need to unwind. And if you're into, you know, weird psycho murdery stuff, this is really fun. So again, it's called The Fourth Monkey. And it's by J.D. Barker. For number five, I picked Fifth Business. Which I hope I've talked about before. But if I haven't, oh my goodness. So good. It's by Robertson Davies. Uh, It's about how the smallest acts can have huge consequences. It's the story of Ramsey. He's telling us about his life. And how when he was young, he threw what he thought was a harmless snowball that sort of veered off course and hit a, a pregnant woman. She goes into labor. Everything spirals out of control. It changes the course of his life, and it's about how, you know, he feels guilty. He feels responsible for this baby that is born. He, like, all these different things that happened to him, how he ends up being involved in World War One. It's so fantastic. It's just so fantastic. If you like Donna Tartt or John Irving, uh, if you want to read more of them, but they don't have any right now, I recommend picking this book up because Donna Tartt, John Irving, and Robertson Davies, all three of them learned their tricks from Charles Dickens. It's very similar in style. This is actually the first in a trilogy. You don't have to have read the other books to enjoy this one. There's, like, nothing that you need to know. Um, but I did not enjoy the other two books nearly as much as this first one. So I highly recommend... It's Fifth Business by Robertson Davies. And also, uh, check out the song My Baby Loves a Bunch of Authors by Moxie Frubus, which is a fantastic, silly song that features Robertson Davies. So, my next one is sixth, The Sixth Extinction, An Unnatural History by Elizabeth Colbert, which I have not actually read. I have not read this one. I've had it forever. I've been meaning to read it. It won the Pulitzer It's the intellectual and how she uses intellectual and natural history to write about the future of the world. How, in the history of the Earth, there have been five mass extinctions um, that have dramatically contracted the amount of life on the planet. Uh, The last being when the asteroid came and wiped out the dinosaurs. Um, And how we are headed for our sixth extinction and sort of like what it might be, who is monitoring this progress, what's going to happen. Um, Now that I have read the description of this book, I'm kind of depressed, and maybe I won't read it, and maybe I will just drink a bottle of whiskey. Um, But I hear it's fantastic. I know a lot of you have read it, and I've seen you talking about it. So, um, speaking of dinosaurs, uh, I told you I was going to talk a lot today. Um, I'm currently obsessed with the cartoon Over the Garden Wall. I'm late, late, late to that party. And there's a part in it where the young boy says, Greg, he says did you know that dinosaurs had really big ears, but everybody forgot because they don't have bones in them? And I was like, wow, that's amazing. And then he's like, I made that up. And I was like, I completely believed it. Completely believed it. It's a very, very realistic fact. I totally was on board with that. Um, so that's enough for my little uh, diversion there. Uh, so the book, again, is called The Sixth Extinction, and Unnatural History by Elizabeth Colbert. And for my last one, I'm going to go up to 7, not to 11. I'm sorry, it doesn't go to 11 today. It's The Seventh Book of Wonders, which was published in hardcover as Harriet Wolfe's Seventh Book of Wonders. They changed the title a little bit uh, when it came into paperback. It's by Juliana Baggett. It's so good. This is one of those books that, like, I wish where people would read. I try to talk about it all the time. I loved it so much. It's about this sort of J.K. Rowling-type author uh, named uh, Harriet Wolfe. It's so, a shocker. Uh, she wrote these six books, these children's fantasy series. There were six in the series. And they reached, like, you know, Harry Potter-type, you know, mania. And she's, you know, kind of reclusive. She wrote these six books, and then she kind of stopped. Um, people were just completely obsessed with her. The online theories now. She has since died. She died when she was elderly. She had a contentious relationship with her grown daughter, Eleanor, and... Um, who is a major character in this book, who in turn has very stressful relationships with her two daughters. Uh, And there has always been a rumor of a seventh book existing. And Eleanor herself works protecting her mother's legacy, protecting the home that they lived in. Um, But the truth of the seventh book may come out and may tell all kinds of things about Harriet's own life. And in the story, we get to hear about Harriet growing up, as well as what it was like for Eleanor when she was young, living with a very famous mother. It's kind of like the Hazelwood If you removed all the fantasy aspects, I also found a lot of similarities between this and The Lonely Hearts Hotel. I just loved this book. So again, this one is called The Seventh Book of Wonders, and it's by Juliana Baggett. And for today's dealer's choice, my wheelhouse paid me a visit today and brought me The Field of Blood, Violence in Congress, and the Road to Civil War by Joanne B. Freeman. As you know, I love to read books about the Civil War, and I especially love to read books about the Civil War written by women, so I'm very excited to read this, and that's all I have to say for you today. And it looks like I went way over my time, but oh well. It's been fun. I like to talk about books, and I like all of you, and I appreciate you, and thank you for listening. So that is it for me this week. So you can go to bookriot.com slash insiders to sign up for a 14-day free trial. You can go to bookriot.com Slash recommended three the number three to enter to win sixteen of the books talked about on the recommended podcast and you can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com all the books and if you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts it helps other book lovers to find us and if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats Stanbic and Malay you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty on Litzy Under Liberty and on Instagram at friends and comes alive. I love to talk about books. I'll be back on Tuesday with Rebecca Shinsky to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading.